This is Troy Black. Welcome to My Prophetic Journal, where I share what God is saying about current events, future events, the nations, and often what He is specifically saying to the body of Christ. I'll talk about prophetic utterances, visions, dreams, and miracles, and show how it's all connected to the voice of a real living Savior. Let's dive in. Hey, y'all. This is Troy Black, and I have a vision and a word from the Lord to share with you about a modern-day Tower of Babel. So I'm going to read a quick passage out of Genesis chapter 11, uh, verses 4 through 8, and this is part of the story of the Tower of Babel, and then I'm going to share this vision that the Lord gave me. They said, Come, let us build for ourselves a city and a tower whose top will reach into heaven, and let us make for ourselves a name. Otherwise, we will be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. The Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. The Lord said, Behold, they are one people, and they all have the same language. And this is what they began to do. And now nothing which they purpose to do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and there confuse their language, so that they will not understand one another's speech." So the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of the whole earth, and they stopped building the city. So this is the passage uh, that talks about Tower of Babel. These guys way, way, way back in the day, um, (laughs) way BC, uh, were building this massive tower. They were trying to reach heaven and essentially trying to uh, unite themselves without knowing it possibly against the Lord. They were uniting themselves as being the supreme beings, um, uh, as far as they could tell, right? And so anyways, you can go read the whole story in Genesis chapter 11 if you want. Um, but God successfully, uh, stops the work on the tower by confusing their languages and basically completely change their way of life. So here's the thing that God spoke to me recently. If you're new to this channel and you think dreams and visions and prophecies are maybe weird, or maybe you're just not used to them, I encourage you, if you're a believer, and if you're not, it would be awesome to do this as well. Go into scripture, read um, some of the books of the prophets in the Old Testament and see the very creative imagery that God used um, to speak through his prophets to his people. And then also, I encourage you to uh, to go look up verses, um, uh, read the book of Joel, read the book of Acts. Both of those books talk about how in the last days that God will pour forth his spirit and he says, your young uh, men will see visions, your old men will dream dreams. And he's not just talking about men there, he's talking about people in general, okay? And here's the thing, y'all. A couple years back, if I heard somebody talk, start talking about these kind of things, I would have had so many questions in my mind. And, and, and I was even at a point where I was hearing from the Holy Spirit personally. You know, like I was hearing his still small voice about day-to-day things, about you know, the th- the personal things I was doing every day, you know, what God wanted my life to look like. You know, I was praying about those things and I was getting answers either through the word or through the Holy Spirit, you know, in prayer. And yet I was at a point where, you know, if someone started saying, hey, I had a vision or a dream from the Lord, I would have been like, eh, you know, I don't know about that. Like I haven't experienced that. You know, how come you, how, why would I believe you're experiencing it? You know, and if, if you're in that place, I highly, highly, highly encourage you to watch a video I recently released also, on top of the other things I, I suggested, it's called uh, God Told Me This About Cessationists. God Told Me This About Cessationists. So I'm not calling you a cessationist, if you know, even if you're uh, wary of those kind of things. 
because um, because we we all are um, in to an extent. But I believe there's a lot of good teaching in that video and, and um, scripture um, that God gave me to share um, that that it directly addresses this issue. And I think yes, we do need to be very if I can use the word balanced about this, because there is the side of the coin where there are people who are charlatans. There are people who are saying, God told me this and he did not, you know, and they're doing it for money, greed, attention, power, whatever it might be. So we do need to be cautious and we do need to be listening to the Holy Spirit. I'm going way, way, way on a tangent here. I'm going to come back to this word about (laughs) um, the tower. Okay. So I'm going to get back to this. April 3rd, and this is what the Holy Spirit said, there's a tower being built in the east, world's largest structure. And he said, this tower represents the world's tower. This tower represents the world's, you know, emphasis on the world's tower. So I went and I Googled this, world's largest structure, tower in the east, like what is this? Is this real type of thing? And I found a tower called Jeddah Tower, formerly known as, get this, Kingdom Tower, Kingdom Tower, and immediately in my mind, I'm I'm putting that together with the world's kingdom versus God's kingdom. Okay, this tower was started prior to 2010, around that time, and it was planned on being, and still is planned on being, the tallest skyscraper in the world, the tallest skyscraper in the world. And here's what happened, y'all. Uh, between then and now, it's 2021. While I'm shooting this video. Um, several things happened. Um, one of the things I wrote down was two of the project's most prominent funders uh, were they were actually caught up in the middle of uh, this Saudi Arabia Saudi Arabian uh, anti-corruption eradication, which lots of people were jailed during during this. It was basically a lot of rich people um, that that were prosecuted for uh, corrupt practices. Two of the people that were funding this project, I believe, uh, if I read it correctly, were actually actually jailed after this, Um, may still be in jail, I'm not sure. So it got put on hold, and and I've probably been displaying pictures of this tower while I'm talking about it, Um, but I'm going to show you a few pictures, Um, and uh, you can see how this tower is literally just like a third of the way finished and stopped, you know, like... Like they had plans to build it all the way up and it's just been sitting there for years now, for years. And and when I looked it up, the last, uh, latest information I could find, you know, it's funny, there's so many articles that say, yes, this tower will be completed by 2020 and these articles are supposed to be current still, current information and I'm like, we are way past 2020. Anyways, now it's supposed to be completed by 2030, 10 years from 2020 now. So, it, so crazy, so crazy, y'all. It's just sitting there. And then, uh, anyways, this is what the Holy Spirit began to speak to me about. I, I, I prayed uh, specifically about this. What does this mean? And this is what he said. He said, my tower, talking about God's tower, my tower is built on the gospel. My tower is built on the gospel. And then he said, there's a tower in your heart. Every person is either building on my tower or the world's tower. And then as I prayed about this, I heard uh, somebody, it was as if somebody was singing this song uh, old, you know, classic song. And, and here's the phrase from the song. You're never going to bring me down. Okay. You're never going to bring me down. And this is what I believe the Holy Spirit was saying. It represented, it represents the pride of the successful in this life. People who have done 
you know, great things in this life, have been very successful in the world's eyes. Even if we're in the church, y'all, even some of us in the church, this can represent us. And then this is what the Holy Spirit said about that. He said, those whose towers have fallen have the most hope for realizing their need for a better tower, a better home. And when he said a better home, it just emphasized to me how we put so much stock in what we have on this earth and what we're able to do and what, how we look in other people's eyes, what we've accomplished, even in churches, y'all. We, we go, look at all the numbers, all the people in our church, look how big it's grown. We, we've done so much for the Lord, but that is not the test, okay? It, even things like this YouTube channel, you know, if, if one of my videos doesn't get very many views, another one gets a ton of views, that's not the test, you know? There have been times where I've, I've put a video out, it's gotten hardly any views at all, and the Lord said, good job. <laughs> he said, that's what I wanted you to say, <laughs> you know? And it doesn't come down to success in, in the world's eyes. It comes down to, is God saying this or is he not? Has he asked us to do this or has he not? Is this the path he's given us for our lives? Or is, or is there another path over here he's asking us to walk down? And y'all, it's so much better to go God's way than the world's way. I can, I can testify to that. It's so much better to give up the things that the world is, the draws of the world that they're saying, this is going to fulfill you. This is going to make it worthwhile. This is going to meet those needs that from, from the lack that you had when you were a child. I believe the Holy Spirit is saying this right now. The things, the, the needs that somebody was supposed to meet for you, they didn't. Now the world is saying these things, these things over here are going to meet those needs for you. They're not. And I'm sorry to tell you that, but I'm not sorry <laughs> because here's the good news. There is someone who can meet those needs for you, and it is Jesus himself. And the path that Jesus wants us to walk down is a path where we're, we're hand in hand with him. It's a, it's a path where, yeah, we're going to have to say no to some things that our flesh wants, but we're saying yes to the only thing that truly matters. And y'all, when I was in one of the darkest times in my life, you can read about it in my testimony book. It's called My Mess. When I was in that time... I, I, I had no like vision for the future. I, I, I could not see what God was doing. And I felt so abandoned, so alone. And in the, the, those moments, I reached out to the Lord and I met Jesus again personally. He, he came to dwell with me in that place. And I expected God to pull me out of that place. And instead he said, no, I want to meet you here. And I want you to learn how to walk with me and put your full hope, your full trust in me and nothing else. And y'all, if God has stripped some things away or he's stripping some things away, if, if part of your tower has fallen over, I believe God is saying you have, there's more hope for you now than there was <laughs> because the things that matter most, our eyes will not be distracted from those things. We know once our tower falls over, gosh, shall we realize how flimsy it really was, <laughs> you know, how, how useless it really was to try to build a tower to the sky, to the heavens. And my prayer for you right now, and I believe the Holy Spirit is, is drawing people right now, but my prayer for you is that you would realize in this moment that chasing after the things in the world is never going to satisfy, and there's something God has for you that's going to satisfy far beyond all of that. And this is it, the same thing he said earlier. My tower is built on the gospel. It is making what Jesus did for us at the cross our eternal hope. It's putting all of our hope in that. It's waking up every morning and instead of thinking, what money can I make today? Or 
who can I meet today? Or what fun can I have today? Or what can I get accomplished today? Or who's going to recognize me today, recognize my achievements? Whatever it is that we're thinking, you know, who's going to meet my needs today? Instead, it is waking up and looking at the cross and seeing, Jesus has already met my needs today. Jesus has already, <laughs> he's already given me everything I need today. And he did that 2,000 years ago. So I have two responses, two practical responses I believe the Holy Spirit gave me to share. The first one is, is if you're watching this or you're listening to me and you would say, you know what? I don't have what you're talking about. I don't have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I've never met him. You know, I've never given my heart over to him. I've never really truly believed the gospel. I'm going to pray right now and I encourage you to pray with me. And then number two, the second practical response is for those who believe that they are, are saved. So I'm going to pray first though. And if you need Jesus, I believe he's calling to you right now in your heart. He's saying, yes, come on. This is it. This is the answer you've been looking for. Please pray with me. Please do not put it off. Lord Jesus, you can pray aloud or you can pray in your heart, but I highly encourage you to pray out loud. Lord Jesus, I need you right now. I need a savior in my life. I need someone to save me, Lord. And I choose to believe that you did. I believe, Jesus, that you came down from heaven. You were a perfect man, but you were also the son of God. And you lived a perfect life. And then you died on a cross for my sin to pay the penalty for my sin to take my punishment upon yourself so that I could be made alive in you so that I could have real life and freedom from sin in you so I just ask that you forgive all my sins right now and I thank you for forgiving me Jesus thank you for setting me free from sin and I ask that you fill me with your Holy Spirit the spirit that you promised in scripture that you would send to be with us, Lord. I ask that you fill me right now, that I would begin to feel your presence, Jesus, that I would begin to hear your voice every day in my heart, that you would begin to make the scriptures come alive to me, that it would be life when I read it, that it would be life when I hear it. Come and live inside of me, Jesus. Live with me. Change me from the inside out. Thank you for being with me. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Y'all, the amazing news is that Jesus did not stay dead. <laughs> On the third day, he rose again. And this is what he said to his followers before he left. He said, I will never leave you or forsake you. So if you're in that place where things have gotten shaken up, things have fallen over, Jesus is right there with you. And if you prayed with me today, he will never, ever leave you. He will never leave you no matter what you walk through. If you did pray with me, please let me know too. That would mean the world to me uh, so that I can pray for you, but also it, it encourages me and it gives me a chance to celebrate along with you. So here's the last uh, thing I want to share. And this is the practical response for those who are saved, who know Jesus, 
but who the Holy Spirit is speaking something directly to today. And this is what he told me to do. And this is going to be, this is going to be a little long. I'm checking the time. I'm going to read a whole chapter in the Bible. (laughs) And I believe that the Holy Spirit will speak something to you while I'm reading this. First Corinthians chapter three, starting in verse one. And I, brethren, could not speak to you as to spiritual men, but as to men of flesh, as to infants in Christ, I gave you milk to drink, not solid food, for you were not yet able to receive it. Indeed, even now you are not yet able, for you are still fleshly. For since there is jealousy and strife among you, are you not fleshly, and are you not walking like mere men? For when one says, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Apollos, are you not mere men? What then is Apollos, and what is Paul? Servants through whom you believed, even as the Lord gave opportunity to each one. I planted, Apollos watered, but God was causing the growth. So then neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but God who causes the growth. Now he who plants and he who waters are one, but each will receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are all God's fellow workers. You are God's field, God's building. According to the grace of God, which was given to me, like a wise master builder, I laid a foundation and another is building on it. But each man must be careful how he builds on it. For no man can lay a foundation other than the one which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now if any man builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each man's work will become evident. For the day will show it because it is to be revealed with fire. And the fire itself will test the quality of each man's work. If any man's work which he has built on it remains he will receive a reward. If any man's work is burned up, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved, yet so as through fire. Do you not know that you are a temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? If any man destroys the temple of God, God will destroy him, for the temple of God is holy, and that is what you are. Let no man deceive himself If any man among you thinks that he is wise in this age, he must become foolish, so that he may become wise. For the wisdom of the world is foolishness before God. For it is written, He is the one who catches the wise in their craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the reasonings of the wise, that they are useless. So then let no one boast in men. For all that belongs to you, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world, or life, or death, or things present, or things to come. All things belong to you, and you belong to Christ, and Christ belongs to God. So I'm praying that the Holy Spirit was able to speak to you through this, through this word I just read from Scripture. I love y'all so much, and I will see you next time. This is Troy Black, and you've been listening to My Prophetic Journal. If you'd like to support this ministry, find out how on TroyBlackVideos.com. You'll also find links to my YouTube videos, books, blog posts, and more. That's TroyBlackVideos.com. I hope you'll join me again for another entry of my prophetic journal.